0: Work and life harmony. It's not only about work-life balance. I think that's what everybody thinks when I mention that. It's part of it, but it's also about harmony within yourself, harmony in your career, and doing the things that you love. And then it's also about creating harmony in the workplace between coworkers and leaders, and leaders being able to create harmony. And ultimately, It's about creating harmony that goes out into the world. Coach Kim Betty here with another episode of Work and Life Harmony Podcast. Something that I don't talk about often, and that is how I became a life coach, a career coach, and an executive coach. It is how I got my calling, my insight that this is where I was meant to be. And I'm going to share about that today. I'm also going to share a clip with you of an update on what is going on with Lorena. If you haven't been following, Lorena was on the podcast last year. We were talking about the great resignation and she took a work sabbatical for one year left her job as a teacher she was in egypt at the time and went on a one year sabbatical and she came on the podcast to talk about the great resignation from her perspective and her work sabbatical and then i offered her to be on The podcast to get coaching behind the scenes. It's one of the ways that I do pro bono coaching. Is I coach you behind the scenes, and you are willing to share your sessions with, as my mama used to say, the World Wide Web. And a lot of things come from that increased accountability for sure, and also inspiration for others. And I love doing it, and that's why I do it. And Lorena has been a good sport about it, and she is enjoying it too. So before I do that, though, I want to take you back to around 2003. And you're going to hear me talking about this with Lorena. And it's when I had my calling of what to do. At that time, I was working for one of the big three automotive firms, great job. I was doing organizational and employee development. I was also certified as an executive coach and I was a senior trainer as well. One of the things I also had received was certification in instructional systems design for what was known back then as distance learning, which now would be um, all of the um, interactive uh, virtual type of programs that we do. And I had learned that as well. And I say all that to say that my calling that I received in 2003 uh, really created momentum for me to create my own coaching methodology and process. Sitting inside of the Hartford Memorial Baptist Church in Detroit, Michigan, with the Reverend Charles Adams, who was for 50 years the senior leader and senior pastor of that church. We often called him Pastor Adams or PA, and I was a member of that church at the time. It's the church that my daughter got baptized in. And he was preaching a sermon that he titled Contrary Winds. Actually, it was seven reasons why we are to thank God for contrary winds in our lives. He has done that sermon a few times and I actually was lucky enough to catch it on YouTube where it was, he shared that he felt again, led to do this topic of contrary winds. And I took notes in 2003 and I took notes when I watched it on YouTube and I'm just gonna share with you a few notes. Pastor Adams talked about contrary forces coming against you and he talks about the fact that storms do come and I'm going to have the title of this podcast be contrary winds weathering the storms the storms of life the storms that we have in work the storms that we have in balancing work and life He talks about when the headwind strikes your boat and now your ship is way out in the midst of the sea far from the shore. You're being knocked from side to side. The ship is sailing west while the wind is blowing east, stopping your progress. He also gave the analogy of a plane that is under your control as the pilot. However, you still cannot control the weather the direction of the wind, the tailwind will push you home quicker and the headwind will cause you to struggle and causes a delay. So he goes on to talk about while you're enjoying the tailwinds, when you feel like you're really just pushing forward and there's a momentum towards reaching your dreams and your goals, he reminds us to save some energy for when we have those headwinds. Anyone who has tried to be something, do something, or help somebody has had to go against contrary winds. He says sometimes contrary winds are the fault of our own. We bring it upon ourselves, taking shortcuts. You know, if we've gained weight, we're out of shape, we're not as healthy as we hope to be, then We can sometimes look at ourselves and go, well, what did we do? What were the shortcuts? Were we eating too many, you know, yummy carbs and cheese and pizzas and ice cream and just doing the things that we wanted, maybe not eating enough to be healthy, enough of the quality foods? So we can see sometimes we bring it upon ourselves. However, he really spent some time talking about when it is no fault of our own, right? Sometimes he says, it's not the act of our own. You could be doing everything right and still have enemies on your trail. No one is going to oppose you for doing nothing. No one is going to stand in your way for saying nothing. He says, so thank God you're doing something right. Opposition is a part of the process. He says, if everybody likes what you say and do, then you're probably not saying or doing anything picture yourself in that ship and you have the headwind coming towards you and you're being tossed to and fro. You can be driven off your chosen path. So you have a plan. Maybe you don't know the steps to get there, but you at least are on your way to the plan that you assumed that you would fulfill. And this contrary wind comes up and throws you off your path and onto a higher purpose. A new path he talked about in his life when he dropped out of grad school to take care of his sick grandmother he ended up getting to intern in the faculty side of morehouse ministry and he also though listen to this got to assist dr martin luther king in the only course he had time to teach in his entire life so he says sometimes you end up in a place you don't want to be As long as the wind is mild, you'll end up where you want to be. But when you're driven off course, you can end up in a blessing you didn't even know you want. So take a listen to Lorena and her coaching session. It's just a short clip of nine minutes. When you come back, I'm going to share with you a quiz that you can take to assess your mindsets for success. Hi, Lorena. Hello. Yes. (laughs) So typically I don't have my clients go straight to creating a vision. So I understand why this might've been a little bit harder for you at this point and juncture in the process, mm-hmm. but I thought it was important for me to just begin to see what you see. I do hear you say a lot. I don't know. I want to memory mark what you do know so that then we can decipher what you don't. Cause I was almost no. accusing you of using that as a crutch, crutch or an excuse, but you may not know.
1: Right, I don't feel like I have I have a plan that's a long range plan, but I I don't see the steps of going from here to there. So I don't want to like like you said, I don't want it to be a crutch. But I get that I, part of like that's the thing: the long term dream is clearer than the steps to get there. So
0: so I'm mm-hmm. suggesting what you know and what you have will be driving you towards your. Goal okay, what you don't know and don't have, your restraining forces are keeping you from it. So, see that you have like okay. contrary winds going both ways, that's how you feel, you know what I mean.
1: Okay, and
0: you know, so you got winds that are you are in this kind of storm, you know, okay, that makes
1: sense. Kind of, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And I'm hoping that you'll realize that you do. I have a lot that's driving you there, but I do need to see the reality of it. Then we'll go about the business of figuring out the things that are blocking you that you don't know and don't have. Let's start checking them off the list and figure out how to do it okay, in a way that fits your schedule and fits your lifestyle.
1: Uh, Yes. You know, the funny thing was I watched a video that you have on your channel. That's like you from nine years ago. And you don't have glasses and you have long hair, but the voice is exactly the same. And the message is too. And I'm like, I want that. Where I got my calling,
0: I think I told you, was sitting in Hartford Memorial Baptist Church with Pastor Charles Adams. And I heard this whole process. I fine-tuned it, copywrote it, mm-hmm. 2005, 2006. So I have a seven-step process. It's right. rounded It's in god grounded in corporate grounded in a trans theoretical model of change and grounded
1: grounded in, in okay. years of evidence yeah and, you, and you i was didn't just you didn't just get your instagram page and i'm gonna break it on down for you okay.
0: so greater advantage which is the name of my business was also the name of the process okay. and how it came to me spiritually was g-r-e-a-t-e-r mm-hmm. is how i remember my process you know God calls us to do something Mm -hmm. you have this calling this knowing and those are the people that I want to work for purpose-driven people who feel like I'm going to let this go but I can't hope is the prerequisite if you can't have the faith the hope the no matter what to keep going it's not going to work so that's the first step that's the high level of it
1: and um, I love that that's the foundation because it doesn't most people think hope is like flowery and you know it's not it's yes. not. It's no. courageous. It's badass. It's, it's, it's a lot of different things. Yes, and I say
0: it's, it's the prerequisite. The, like, you can't go yes. into my course unless we can get you to hope. If I have, and I've had yes. people that are just so pessimistic that they can't.
1: Mm. And I'm like,
0: you can't be with me right now because you mm. are, you know, that's just where you are. You're
1: not, not in are. a space to receive and give. And so yeah. the whole
0: first step of looking back to move forward, the whole process, it's also aligned with a change model that I use, which is called the trans theoretical model of change. The very first step with that is going from pre-contemplation to contemplation or, or not thinking about something to thinking about it. So it's very mm-hmm. dynamic because I'm looking at your calling and what your purpose to do and what your vocation really is. And then I'm also looking at you to develop the mindset of hope. And then I'm mm-hmm. also looking at you to also whatever your blind spot is that you're willing to at least start to look at it. Yeah. So that's the first step. The second step is. He reveals our weaknesses. Right. And that and the weaknesses though are for us to have grace about it. Like be great. You can look at it as gracefully stumbling around, you know, when you get a certain age and you fall down and you're not even embarrassed and you keep on moving. (laughs) And then also just to have the grace, because you know, for me, spiritually, it is in my weakness, he's made strong. So it ain't all about me. Or in my weakness, my partner can be made strong. Or in my weakness, I work with other people. But also Mm -hmm. in my weakness, the best way for me to overcome it is even my strengths. So that's where the SWAT comes in. That's the process that I take people through for the second step. And at that point in the change model, you're going from thinking about it, you know, because that's really where that grace comes in, and we're getting ready to move into preparing for it, Mm -hmm. which takes you to the third G R E, and that's he encourages us to build our character. So that's when we really get to the nitty gritty of it, like. What is really holding you back? So now that I've taken you through these steps, you'll really start to identify, like, what is it? Is it discipline? Is it my self-worth? Is it my, you know, what's really holding you back that we have to develop? And that's what I call your internal goal that we have to work on or goals to get to the external goal. And so a big one that I have everybody work on is really more like self-control. So what I'm even offering you right now is to begin to think about as soon as you get this idea, it is a self-sabotage to become overwhelmed that story you keep telling yourself as you keep getting overwhelmed right. and look at the irony of the peace giver losing her peace that's what I keep saying right. you are one big right. irony but me too you know what I'm saying yeah. yeah. we all are the cobbler has no shoes we all are that way right. Then the fourth step g-r-e-a is get into action but very interestingly, action in the change model are, is really just baby steps. And people think okay. they got it when they start taking those little actions. And really, that's like preparing for the 5K. That's not even running the 5K.
1: Yeah. So the
0: reason why I say the mindset is focused is you can't take action if you're all over the place. Pastor Charles Adams says, God requires us to take action. Here's what's going to take the, let you off the hook. The action isn't even necessarily the right action. He just like faith without works is dead get up and do something (laughs)
1: right
0: pastor adam's point was you just take action then you know god man makes his plans and god you know puts you Mm -hmm. where you need to go so you don't even worry about if the action is right or not it'll all work out if it's you know ordained in that way and then um the uh fifth g-r-e-a-t and that is trust his timing strength is number five right we'll know when it's time for us to do a bold move
1: okay right
0: well step six g-r-e-a-t-e this is where it gets really tough because we are going to eradicate whatever is in the way the things that are hindering us like making us fall and stumble constantly
1: right or keeping you in the same place
0: and the Mm -hmm. mindset there is perseverance because we have to persevere in order to do that yeah and then last but not least, for seven, renewing our mind. That's the R. And that's when it's about transformation. That's the mindset. But we went from not thinking about it to thinking about it, to preparing for it, to mm-hmm. taking some small steps, action. And mm-hmm. we tend to relapse, take action, relapse, take action, relapse, mm-hmm. take action. And then we maintain. And then eventually we get to the point that that's not an issue anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we
1: transformed. Yeah. yeah. But going through the steps is helping me to see, like, I was feeling so stretched because I'm like, how am I going to start doing that today from a full time teaching position, running a summer camp this summer? Well, you're not. You're going to keep doing the small steps that you're doing and living through the vision.
0: And so now we are entering into the more practical side of it and identify a not a bold move, but a baby step that you need to make that will be a little uncomfortable. I'm going to ask you to step out of your comfort zone a bit. Mm -hmm. experiment with change and really find out what's really holding her back let me look in there and see yeah yeah for instance when we go to your your instagram page alafia wellness we still would want to see you in a t-shirt that said black power like on your page Mm -hmm. not just the symbol of the black hand and the black power because then that doesn't say what your business is doing any longer well it's like You could be in a, you in a yoga pose with your t-shirt on that saying, you know, something that reflects your activism.
1: Somebody has told me that before, like it should be your face. And I'm like, "Eh." and before this, it was my logo. So just so you know, I don't know what my issue is.
0: So I do want you to start to push. So if that is part of it, then put your face. Okay. Be your brand. Okay. So let's push past that, whatever that okay. is. You are amazing. Okay. You know what you are. You are beautiful. You are um, self secure. You are the one that can do yoga and sweat and in the middle of it and be like, yeah. well, y'all, get
1: over yeah, it. This is how I go. <laughs>
0: exactly. Now, and then if you don't, then you'll be like, girl, I tried, but I couldn't because, you know, I, <laughs> right. out okay. I didn't have a picture. I felt like it wasn't the right one. Thank wow. you for letting All your coach therefore. know that.
1: Yes, we'll do. We'll do. I hate you so much, Kim. You make uh, me not feel lost. All right.
0: I love that clip. I hadn't really taken the time to detail out the seven steps of my coaching process in that way. And you can see the multifacetedness of it, it, that it is from my spiritual calling and the revelation that I got. It's also from the, what I call million dollar corporate strategies that I was uh, certified in through my corporate work. And then also from my understanding of the psychology of coaching, as I studied at the master's level of uh, counseling, and also I studied Christian counseling, which was not only for the Christian faith, it taught me how to integrate anyone's faith into the process. So I want to share with you a quiz for you to really look at your mindset to be able to survive and thrive during contrary winds, during the storms of life that we find ourselves in right now. Some of them are external to us. The pandemic, um, being fearful of the gloom of war around us. It could be the structure that you work in and your workplace environment. It could be a relationship that you're in that is causing you a lot of stress. However, For most of us, it is an internal storm. And so these mindsets are internal goals that you can work on, but take a moment, listen to the quiz and see where you are strong and where some of these might be a weakness for you to work on. You can say yes or no. Do you have the mindset of hope? I am comfortable thinking about my past. I understand the role that my choices have played in keeping me stuck. This empowers me, I now have the faith to believe that what I hope for will come to pass. Yes or no. Grace. I am able to celebrate my strengths and accept my weaknesses. I believe in my weakness, I am given the opportunity to experience grace and receive support from others. Yes or no. Self-control. I am prepared for action. I realize it takes self-control to reach my goals. I have weighed the pros and cons, and I believe what I will gain is more valuable than what I must give up. Yes or no. Focus. I am focused on my vision. My eyes are on the prize. I believe I will experience victory, and I am excited to tell others about it. Yes or no. Strength. I feel strong and confident. I am ready to take a bold step toward reaching my goals. I now think about my future success, not my past failures. Yes or no. Perseverance. I know others are watching me and I want them to see me succeed. I am able to release whatever will hinder my progress. I will persevere because I have a plan to handle my temporary setbacks. Yes or no. Transformation. I recognize my own self-sabotage can prevent me from experiencing transformation in my life. I know how to consistently combat my negative thoughts with truth. I can reach my goals and enjoy living my vision. Yes or no. So you may find that you have all yeses, and I salute you on that. And what I often find are people who do have the mindset for success, they want to continue to build that muscle stronger and stronger. You may find that you have no's on some of the mindsets for successfully navigating the storms of life, and you do feel that you are stuck. You may feel like you have the vision and you know your dream, but you don't know the actual steps to get there. As long as you have the mindset for success, then you can get the steps. We can create an action plan to get you there. So if you want to talk to me about the quiz, your mindsets, you can go to my website and there's a link for you to schedule a free coaching session with me. I always offer that to help you have the greater advantage. I would love to chat with you. What PA also talked about was the fact that these contrary winds can have us have empathy for others that will be going through the storms of life. It gives us compassion. It gives us sympathy. So if you have already reached your destination, then you can reach back and help someone else. So I would ask that you share this podcast with someone, if you're on your path, then share it with someone who may be in the storm of their life.